Chapter 36 of Your Psychic Powers and How to Develop Them. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Chuck Williamson. Your Psychic Powers and How to Develop Them by Harroward Carrington. Chapter 36. Bad and Perverted Uses of Spiritualism. Every gift or power can be abused. Many in the past have turned their increased psychic powers into evil channels, at various times in the world's history, and who continue to do so today. They are known as magicians witches vampires possessors of the evil eye etc etc for the moment it may be pointed out that psychic unfoldment and increase of psychic power brings with it added responsibility as our power in this direction is increased so also we are expected to use it rightly if much has been given us much is expected it is quite possible it is true for these powers to be turned to bad account and others injured wealth acquired etc temporarily by their use but if these powers are used for these purposes they are usually soon lost and then the student is in a far worse condition than before for the reason that he is not only without the added power which he craves but also has deteriorated mentally morally and physically as the result of their harmful use the difference between magic and mediumship in the middle ages psychic powers were undoubtedly used for good and bad purposes white magic was beneficial and black magic harmful white magic invoked angels black magic invoked devils in neither case were the spirits of departed human beings called upon but rather intelligences either lower or higher than man in the human scale of evolution another thing which distinguishes mediumship from magic is that mediumship is more in the nature of a request a calling upon human intelligences for help and advice magic on the other hand depends upon invocation or demanding the presence and assistance of other intelligences differing from the human and their assistance in the work to be performed how invocations are performed for the purposes of this invocation various magical practices were undertaken such as prayer the saying of certain words and sentences preparation of the magic circle with its pentagram seal of solomon etc as well as utilizing various magical preparations secured from dead bodies and the poisons of animals and reptiles etc 
these magical practices were usually undertaken at certain seasons and phases of the moon after long training on the part of the magician and in specially prepared rooms or localities which had been kept apart only for magical purposes exact descriptions of such invocations and the methods employed are to be found in certain rare books on the ritual of magic but inasmuch as they are neither healthy nor desirable we do not deem it wise or right to place these teachings before the student who might be tempted did he possess the knowledge to put them into operation and thus injure himself mentally and morally perhaps beyond repair students who are interested may consult a e waite the book of black magic and of pax levi the doctrine and ritual of transcendental magic etc an explanation of witchcraft during the middle ages also witchcraft flourished it depended upon the use of certain psychic powers which witches were said to possess only in their cases this power came directly from the devil himself being bestowed upon them in person by his satanic majesty the witches were all said to meet two or three times a year on some lonely mountain top at midnight these meetings being called sabbaths at these sabbaths all sorts of magical and anti-religious ceremonies were held the sacrament was mocked the devil was worshipped etc the witch was said to swear allegiance to the devil who thereupon touched her on some part of the body which became anaesthetic lacking all sensation these marks occurred in various parts of the body and such marks were consequently known as witch marks the probable explanation of such cases is that in connection with the abnormal mental and physical states induced by witches there resulted in a peculiar form of hysteria in which small zones or patches on the body became anaesthetic modern science now recognizes the existence of such insensible patches and calls them anaesthetic zones they are typical of this form of hysteria this is the modern scientific explanation of the so-called witch marks the journeys to the sabbaths were doubtless for the most part imaginary flights resulting from the administration of opiates and other drugs which they were known to take and with which they anointed their bodies at the same time it is probable that there were many genuine supernormal psychical phenomena connected with witchcraft and this is becoming more and more probable as we progress in the understanding of such cases devil worship another form of perverted occultism is that of devil worship which exists in various forms even today in paris 
the malay peninsula in london in new york and doubtless in other large cities at these meetings which are devoted to devil worship various invocations etc are gone through and the devil is said to appear in person and bestow power upon certain privileged members of the club who are thereafter enabled to use certain powers to their own advantage many of the scenes of these devil-worshipping societies are too revolting to be described but have been pictured at length on one or two occasions by those who have taken part in these invocations the evil eye again certain individuals have a power which is known as the evil eye this is particularly believed in by the peasants of naples and southern italy by the peasantry of southern spain austria and other countries anyone possessing the evil eye is supposed to have the power of bewitching or maiming any person or animal upon whom he throws his glance cattle looked at by one possessing the evil eye invariably become sick and die crops fail pestilence falls etc the evil eye is a gift which is usually unsought but comes spontaneously and is not desired by anyone the sure way to guard against the evil eye according to the beliefs of the countries mentioned is to extend the first and fourth fingers of the hand toward the possessors of the evil eye the second and third fingers being folded over into the palm of the hand and kept there by the thumb in this position the outer fingers somewhat resemble the horns of a bull and if the hand holding the fingers in this position be pointed at any of the children or beggars in the above-named countries they will usually turn and fly from the sign-maker many europeans use this knowledge to rid themselves of uh, pestilent beggars vampires and how they attack another form of evil influence which is said to exist and is particularly believed in by the natives of silesia moravia and southern carpathia is that covered by the general word vampire in our ordinary language a vampire is a species of bat and the word is employed because human vampires were said to assume the shape of large bats at times flying in the windows when their victims are asleep a vampire is one who sucks the life-blood of his victims through two small holes punctured in the skin in very much the same way that a mosquito sucks our blood after puncturing the epidermis these holes are said to occur usually in the throat and the victim is of course attacked as a rule during sleep those who are vampires after they are dead and buried are enabled in some miraculous way it is said 
to leave their coffins and tombs and wander about seeking victims when they are dug up they are found fresh with a pink complexion and the whole body engorged with blood the only sure way to kill vampires it is said is to drive a stake through the heart or cut off the head when a quantity of fresh blood will gush forth and the vampire is killed forever tradition also says that those who are bitten by vampires become vampires in turn modern vampirage vampires of a certain sort however are not unknown in our own day in an interesting article on vampires in the occult review june nineteen o eight dr franz hartmann described a method of what might be termed natural vampirage he refers to the bible first kings one and also alludes to certain processes by which one person is enabled to draw vital energy from another by establishing close contact this process of nature is governed by well-fixed laws through ignorance of these laws many people have become victims of modern vampirage another form of perverted occultism which remains is the employment of charms amulets talismans etc which are often sold for the purpose of inducing mental and physical disease and black magic which has existed through all ages we must not forget also the so-called voodoo practices of the natives of west africa which are said to be remarkable by those who have witnessed them how to protect yourself from occult and evil influences it is often a little difficult for the modern student of the occult to determine just how much he is to believe in these stories undoubtedly most of them are based on superstition fanaticism and imagination at the same time there is enough truth in them to make us be cautious and put us on our guard never under any circumstances should you undertake to practice any of them for low selfish purposes in order to protect yourself from influences of this sort if you feel that they are being wielded against you resort to the measures outlined in previous chapters and you may be sure that if you do this you will be impervious to all ordinary influences of this kind end of chapter thirty six